What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Code Topic, and I'm here with Jefferson Bodega, the Bodega Man. Bodega Man. So, I've always seen this place. I've been here like three or four times. Yeah, right. I think it's been a good two years since I've been here. Y'all started around 2020? 2019, November 2019, like right before COVID. Right before COVID? Yeah. So, why the Bodega? What made y'all choose the Bodega? Well, so this is my little, you know, childhood thing at Adita. Um, you know, I went to Jefferson many years ago. I graduated in 1990. Um, sorry, man, my audio cut out right there. Um, so you'll never know the year I graduated, but I'm not that old. Um, but seriously, uh, this is my little corner store, and I always loved this building, love the area. Um, used to skate around here and get kicked off the property. So it was always my dream to do something here. I never actually thought I would. But we saw this for sale um, some almost 30 years later, and we thought, you know what, let's see if we can do something really cool with my own neighborhood. So, cool me. so at first I thought y'all are actually from Chicago. That's what I always yeah. thought. Well, uh, New York and uh, Boston are more where bodegas are. So I'm, I'm originally from New York City. New York. And I moved down here when I was about 15 years old to this neighborhood. In fact, my dad still lives right around the corner. Um, and so I was, I was getting in trouble in New York City. Mom kind of sent me to live with Dad. And frankly, uh, I was really afraid when I came down here. Everyone was going to hate me being a New Yorker. And I had long hair. And I was into uh, uh, punk rock and metal and skateboarding. And I was like, man, what's in Texas? And instead, when I got here, I found my people. Like, the people here treated me like family from day one, especially in this neighborhood. And really, as I told my wife, um, who I met years later in England, um, when I was in the Air Force, uh, San Antonio for me was so cool because it wasn't about like nightclubs and uh, tourist attractions or whatever. It was about the backyards and the barbecues and the people. It's true. And that really meant something to me. So come, you know, some 30 years later when I'm trying to convince her, let's retire and start a little store. I thought, let's make it like a New York kind of bodega, but let's do it in my old favorite neighborhood. And so it's supposed to be a really modern take, like, you know, with the LEDs and the screens and the music and all that, a really rock modern take on a really old thing. And that's the idea. That's why it was like really interesting when you come in here, you see the atmosphere of everything. It's very modern. Yeah. And that's why like you always see it really adjust to the way, like we're right next to high school, Jefferson. You attract all the people here because it's like more of their style of store. Yeah, it's for them. Like the whole point is actually, here's a funny story about the bodega. Um, not a lot of people know the origin story of the name, but it was actually called Bodega. Even the company was named Bodega LLC. This is the way we're going to roll. And um, what happened is it took us about six months to get through zoning and a lot of construction in here, a lot of painting and stuff like that. We did everything ourselves. So um, during that time, every day, people would walk up to the gate, even though I had it closed and I had signs up under construction, and they would rattle the gate because they'd see my car here, rattle till I go answer the door. So I'd put down the paintbrush and walk up there and say, can I help you? And they'd say, what are you doing to my store? And I would be like, your store? What are you talking about? Because first of all, it's my corner store from when I was a kid, plus I just bought it, you know, how is it your store? And they would answer and they would tell me, well, my uncle used to work here, or I came here when I was a kid, or my grandma used to send me down there to get cigarettes, or did you, did you know it used to be a gas station? Like, everybody had a story. The whole neighborhood, everybody that came up here had a story about this store. And so we changed the whole company name to Jefferson Bodega because we realized it's not ours, it's all of ours. It belongs to the neighborhood as much as it belongs to us. So we consider ourselves sort of custodians of this beautiful space, and the next generation will hopefully do even better. 
I've noticed that over time, y'all have like actual work, like people working with y'all now. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember at first it was just y'all two here. Yes. And yeah. I, like I saw people coming, I was like, oh, I thought they're just people coming in early. Yeah. But no, these are our. Uh, we hire um, a lot of neighborhood kids um, to help us out. We're looking for hardworking kids from good families usually that are looking for some kind of an opportunity, some way to better their lives. In fact, one of the rules of working us with us is that you have to have a D, D average or better if you're in school. Um, we expect you to be focused on important things and to be trying to be successful in your life. And uh, another thing is that we don't expect you to be here forever because we expect you to work and to follow your dreams and to move on to whatever it is you want to do. So the same way we would like to help our customers who we call like Bodega Fam, like feel better and better their lives. I mean, the same way we try and help the businesses outside by not charging them when they set up out there to, to better their businesses. We're trying to help the people that work here better their lives as well. I noticed that because over time, I have like one of my cousins, he isn't even from this area, yeah. and he knew who y'all were. Oh, that's awesome. And like, I remember, I see on y'all, y'all are growing on Instagram, y'all have all this stuff because everyone's starting to recognize what's going on here, yeah, just how big it is. It's a vibe. And it's, it's all good vibes, it's all fun. My favorite thing actually is this happened just a, a couple of months ago. I was out at one of the stores, I shop all the time. That's how we do this, we're always shopping. I'm at one of the stores, and there's two people in line in front of me, and one of them's wearing a bodega shirt. None of them recognize me. And they start talking, and one says, oh, I love that place. And they go, me too, yeah, they're so cool, and blah, blah, And they don't even re realize I'm standing there. And what was cool about that is it was such genuine feedback because they didn't know I was, I, you know, I was able to hear that. I don't know, it really touched my heart because, like I said, this isn't, you know, it's, we were uh, in corporate for years before this, and this definitely isn't, like, the big money-making thing. We're literally do this, doing this because we wanted to do something good, with our professional lives, and we want to work together. So that's the idea. I remember uh, when I first heard about the bodega, I think it was one of my friends. And I remember there's, uh, I remember I always saw this place and it was always closed. Yeah. It's just a random building. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll come over here for a little bit. Walked in, saw the music. I think I actually shook your hand that day too. Yeah. We that's all shook right. your hand. And we got, oh, you also bought y'all's candy. Yeah. Y'all have Were a you in wide. School then? I was, I was a sophomore. Okay, that, that makes time. perfect sense. So here's why. Um, that Yeah, you're going back a couple years now, especially when we, we were first meeting with students. So when the students from Jeff first came in here, they would walk in and they'd put down their bags. And sometimes they'd group up where some of them stayed outside and only a few of them came in. And I would ask them, what are you doing? And they said, well, we put down our bags so you know that we don't steal. And we won't group up so that, that we don't overwhelm you and you feel uncomfortable. And I said, what are you talking about? This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. I'm a Jeff graduate. You guys are Jeff students. We're all in the same hood here. So I'm Luke. How you doing? And you guys, I ask you to shake my hand back. Tell me your name. And if you don't give me a firm handshake, I'll tell you the importance of firm handshakes. That's the idea. And now that we know each other, right, and you know that this is your spot, and I'll tell you why we changed the name if you want, you know what I mean? This is for you. It's your thing. And this is here. I'll show you around. I'll give you a tour because it's yours. The idea is, it's, we're not doing this for us. We're doing this so that you guys take pride in something. It's different than just liking something, but I want you to feel like you owned and you were part of something integral to your own hood. That'll become really important, and the younger people listening won't even know what I'm talking about, but that'll become really important when you feel that. That you did that and you were part of that. That's fine. So, do you go to events for Jefferson? Like, What's that? Do you go to like games and all that for Jeff? Uh, no, we don't go anywhere. We're the lamest people. People always like, man, y'all are so cool. All we do is shop and do this. We really are 
uh, we don't even do parties and barbecues as much as we would like to. Um, we hope to change all that. We're working a few less uh, days per week now, but at the same time, everyone asks us to work more hours and be open more. So it's it's always a balance. Um, so what time do y'all close? We close uh, different hours every day, but on Thursdays we close at nine, and it's Friday, Saturdays at ten, Sundays at six. Sundays at six. Open every day at noon. Uh, around the time. Okay, how do y'all get y'all's candy? That ah, candy. So I'll tell you what. Uh, there's two versions of this answer. One of them is like, you know, it's all about that grind, yo. And the the more educated answer is it's about as hard as you think it is. So um, an average store our size has four to seven vendors, uh, especially with being as small as we are. We have over 170 vendors. We manage relationships globally. Um, we have most of our vendors are local. Even the international stuff is mostly local. But it's a lot of running around meeting people. Um, with there's uh, some Persian guys that um, I do business with to get like Middle Eastern goods. Mm -hmm. And before we can talk business, we have to sit down and have tea for an hour. Um, there's a, a bunch of Asian stores that I work with, and all of them have different styles. Um, most of the time, it's no BS. Um, and you know. There, it's just a lot of relationships, and in those relationships, by developing deeper and better relationships, uh, they'll find and work to find better stuff. So, with all that, I assume that it's like 24-7, you're constantly on the phone with someone. Yeah, Google Translate, emails, uh, and run a database of contacts. So, there's one advantage we have, we've been saying from the beginning, we're the world's only data-focused um, uh, uh, bodega. And Part of the way that we do that is because, um, or one of the reasons that we do that is that it allows me, using my background, to build a database of contacts instead of just a Rolodex or a little black book. And so managing the contacts like that gives me much, like I can look at a thing and see who I haven't talked to in the past 60 days, and then say, hey, I should go reach out to them and see if they have So, especially with the event, Halloween, you said you all are really big on Halloween. Yeah. What is going on today? So uh, today we've got a Halloween trick-or-treat sort of market. So there'll be uh, vendors out there selling all sorts of Halloween-themed things. Everyone will be in costume. And then we'll have uh, trick-or-treating in all the booths as well. And that's the idea. So outside just to, I don't know, to make it fun. We'll be closed Monday, like Halloween Halloween. So we just thought we'd do something fun for the weekend. Um, plus, we've always, you know, gone big on Halloween even before we have the day. We just were huge fans. Uh, it's like my favorite holiday, her favorite holiday. Um, so actually, a lot of the decorations you see around the store are the decorations we've been using at home for years. So everyone else is dressed up. Why aren't you dressed up? Yeah, I am actually. Very subtly so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm wearing a Circle K shirt today. See, I'm a Circle K employee. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. That's my, that's my play. I like that. Yeah. So, uh... How many events do y'all usually have? I see that you like always have stuff posted. Yeah. I, look, I go for every week, but it's like it depends on what you call events. Sometimes it's just a burger guy. Um, but the idea is what I'm really going for is um, surprise. And here's why. is One of the things we got in early 2000 is the look of fear on people's faces when they came in the store. Nobody was talking about what song is playing or what cool candy they have. They're like, do you have toilet paper? Do you have eggs? They were so scared. And what really got me was the kids that they were, they were often with them. And I thought the problem is with COVID, among the many problems with the pandemic and all of this stuff, one of the things I don't even think we're thinking about is the psychological effect on children. They were hit with one negative surprise after another. 
you can't see grandma right now. You gotta wash your hands like crazy because there's some disease you can't see, taste, or touch. Uh, there's no school anymore. You can't see your friends. Like one after the other, kids got like nasty surprise after nasty surprise. So a key tenet of ours is we wanted to create delightful surprises. So there's all sorts of layers of delightful surprises here. The first is that we never advertise. I don't have a website. I won't answer the phone. We don't make business cards. Uh, there's no billboards. There's no current advertisements. There's nothing like that. If you heard about it, it's because someone that liked it told you about it. That's the idea. Or someone forwarded you a post or something like that. So it keeps it very real. But another way that we do that is... Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. You're good. Uh, what was I just saying? Uh, you started saying about how uh, you don't advertise. Oh, yes. So the whole idea is to keep it a very real thing with people. And I just don't want it to feel like it's ever um, something marketed to you. You're supposed to have heard from a friend for some reason, for some way. And you're supposed to be delightfully surprised. That's what I say. Delightfully surprised. So you're supposed to be delightfully surprised. The first way is that we don't advertise, and that way you get surprised when you walk in. The next way is for the products that I hear people all the time, like, oh my God, what is this, what is that? And really important to me was creating these surprises for the children, which are based around the events outside. So rather than have a schedule of events and say, here's what's going on, I want people to know that just about every time you come by Bodega, something interesting is gonna be here. We've had the San Antonio Symphony Orchestra. We've had a uh, foam dance party, like a foam dance disco party. We've had a petting zoo. We've had uh, young entrepreneur events. We've had all-female entrepreneur events. Um, we've had voting registration drives. We've had food trucks and pop-up food vendors. Just about anything you can imagine or envision. We've had DJs inside the store. We had a stand-up comedian walking around inside the store one time. Oh. Yeah, and that's that's my point. None of this is charged for. The other thing is we ask all these guys to not accept tips. We'll compensate them instead. Mm -hmm. And the idea is, like, when you ask for a tip, you're like, ah, oh, there's the unhappy part of the surprise, right? In here and on the property, it's only going to be delightful surprises. That's the Because I want people, I don't know, to have happy memories. It's more important to us that they have great memories than it is that they even have a great time in here now. You know what I'm saying? So I want them to reflect on that time, even subconsciously, and say, that was that was a good part, a good time in my life. So do y'all do the little artwork outside? Uh, so we don't do any of the artwork. Artists, local artists, whatever, do it. Um, and it's really based on how they're inspired to do it or if they're inspired. So the idea is that uh, most people will ask us for permission. Hey, can I put something up on your wall? Or can I put this up? And uh, if we like them and their style, we'll say sure. And they throw it up. And we don't dictate what they can, but we ask to, that they don't put anything offensive uh, or deeply political, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, same thing with the stickers, actually. We had a guy come by. He's doing um, a book about small businesses and advertising or something like that out in California. And he spent hours here uh, photographing our poles and our ice machine because it's actually this really cool timeline of small businesses and artists. And so if you look at all the individual stickers, some of those businesses are gone already. You know, some were, some have gone through a name change. You know, like, and it's it's cool to see this evolution of um, people that wanted to post up, wanted to slap up, and that's what we're asking. Is it's the same way when I say I don't advertise. I only want you to be here if you want to be here. You know what I mean? Don't feel tricked into this. Don't you know what I mean? And hopefully, if you do want to be here, you're part of the vibe, and that makes it awesome. You know what I mean? Like a party in a way. You know what I mean? I keep on looking at the cat over there. How long have y'all had that? That's the lucky cat. Uh, everyone said we needed a bodega cat, so we got one of those waving uh, Asian-style cats, and he's been with us from probably about year one. 
Was it easy to get y'all's hands on that one? Yes, so it's because, again, I have a lot of contacts in this business, and uh, there are shelves and shelves. That one, I believe, is from Seoul Korea Market, Yeah, which is over on Harry Words Bank. So what would you say is like the biggest contact you have, like the, the supply the most? Like the biggest store I buy from, or the biggest person I buy from? Mm-hmm. So honestly, those are probably, um, excluding things like, you know, Sam's and Costco, uh, Probably in town, there's two major um, convenience store wholesalers, and you wouldn't even know, but it's the places where you go and they have all this stuff in bulk. Not all like the exotic stuff, but the majority like Snickers and Twix and all the other stuff. And it's probably one of those two stores. All right, well, it looks like we're getting towards the end of our time here. So it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh man, love having you by. And uh, listen, stop by anytime and you make sure you grab a soda before you get out of here. I appreciate it. Hey, right. thanks, John. This has been Code Topic, where you bring in the codest of topics. Now, you guys. <laughs>